welcome back. <laughs> so, today's topic is a post on Instagram that I found. And it says, I wish I could Google search my own mind and just type in stuff like, what are my favorite movies? Or, what was the name of the place with the really good egg rolls? So when I first read this, what I thought that it said, now, granted, this is an Instagram conversation, so this was probably sent at like four in the morning. But when I first read it, I thought it was more of like, I don't know myself. Like, I need to ask <laughs> myself what my favorite movie is. Yeah. Because I don't even know. But then reading it again, I feel like it could just be like, what if you could just use Google in your mind? More of like a Neuralink type, type thing. Yeah, like if you could Google your own thoughts. Like your own personal experiences. Yeah. I feel like that would help a lot with memory. Yeah. Because there's like this thing that said like, it's like most of your memories are incorrect. You remember yeah. them incorrectly. I was talking the other day. What... Or, like, how much storage do you think the human mind has? And how much do you think we can utilize of that? It's weird, because I feel like most of the storage in the human mind is just false. Like, you're remembering it incorrectly. Like, you don't actually know what it was. But, you know, memory on a hard drive is is correct. Yeah, but there's also things like language. Or being able to do math. Like, that knowledge takes up storage. Hmm. I don't know, because we only use is like 15% of the human brain. I don't know what that means, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, I think it just means like we're dumb. Like we're yeah. just like not using the correct amount of our brain. I feel like we could remember a lot more. You ever seen those videos that are like kids from other countries that have like an ACT score of 36 at like 12? Like, yeah, I feel exactly. like they're using more than 15%. 16%, 17 maybe. Exactly. Well, there's like, have you seen Limitless? Yes. It, it's like Limitless. He uses like all of his brain. It's not like Limitless, yeah. but like the idea is like Limitless. Okay. There's a fish that actually has a larger like cerebellum brain to body ratio than humans. And it was recently thought that they speak in like, not words, but like fish words. They have pauses and changes in tone and they, like, actually talk. They don't just, like, use body language to see what's going on. Oh, my God. What other fish would they be able to communicate to or just in their own... I think it's their own... Species? Like us. Can you imagine how frustrating that'd be? You, like, pass another fish in the ocean. You're like, yo, what's up? <laughs> just doesn't say anything. For, forever. You're just born. It's just you by yourself speaking to everyone. Just all the time. You're, like, talking. You're like, stupid. I never mind. going? <laughs> just nobody responds. And if another fish attacked you, you'd be like, yo, bro, what, what are you doing? And then he's just no response whatsoever. Like, do you think it'd be scarier to be able to read everyone's mind all the time or for no one to talk to you ever? Like, if you needed to talk to someone, there would be nothing. But they're still, like, around. Yeah. Just hanging out. Um... You know, either that or there are no people around. I think... It'd be easier if just no one spoke because if you think about it, they're like deaf people. Like okay. no one spoke. True, but they communicate. I mean, what if no one communicated with you? At all? At all. I'd rather there be no people, I think. Yeah, I'd probably rather there be <laughs> no people. It'd just be so awkward. Th- there's like always secondhand embarrassment. Yeah. You're like, 
messing up on a skateboard and then everybody's looking at you but nobody says anything <laughs> you're just like stupid idea or just the thought of wanting to talk and knowing you're not going to get a response you're already embarrassed and you haven't even said anything i feel like people get embarrassed just like even having the ability to talk and knowing the other person is going to respond so like <laughs> that oh the my gosh. imagine public, public speaking and no one responds no one makes any sounds they just listen <laughs> I feel like that's how it is in college. Like, you'll do, like, a presentation in college, and then there's just silence for, like, ten seconds. Your professor just is like, next. You tell a joke, and it's just... Just completely silent. I remember in high school, I had this presentation where I told a joke, like, at the start. Like, before you even started to present. And it was just dead silent. And I, like, looked at my teacher. No response. Like, I, I guess it just wasn't... It was so not funny, it didn't even register as a joke. Oh, my God. Like, they didn't even know it was supposed to be funny. How long was your presentation? Uh, they're pretty short in high school. I think it was like okay. four or five minutes, maybe. That sounds like a long presentation. Oh, uh, I remember my sophomore year taking AP class. We had like 35-minute presentation. Oh, my gosh. One student a day? No, nah, it was, I think, groups of two or three, I okay. think. Okay, yeah. So like each person did like 10 minutes. Yeah. In college, I feel like they're like, you have 30 seconds to tell me like what your idea is. Do you think it'd be easier to do like a stand-up routine than to present information? Yeah, I, yes. I have thought about doing, there's like open mics. I'd be like so down to do that one night. Like I wouldn't be down, but after like much condensing, I'd be down. Okay, yeah. To do that. I feel like that is much easier to do than, than presenting actual facts. I think so. But I think if you present facts and no one says anything, that's fine. But if you tell jokes and no one says anything, like, that's the last joke. <laughs> when people stop laughing, that was my last joke. Right. right. I think you'd have to start in the right environment. You'd start, like, in a bar or something where people are already drunk. They're just that's laughing and they don't even know why. Yeah. And then it'd be it'd be better. But if you were, like, in a stadium right off the bat, yeah. yeah. It's just dead silent. You've seen... There's this Coca-Cola ad where they're on a train and there's this guy on his phone... I think he has headphones in, mm-hmm. and he starts laughing, and he just doesn't stop laughing, and eventually the whole train is laughing because it's just, like, awkward. What? I've never seen this. Oh, it's amazing. Really? Yeah. It's like, if you want to laugh, you're guaranteed to laugh if you watch that. I think that would be how I start my stand-up. Just laughing. Go onto the mic and just... <laughs> There are some comedians laughing. like Dave Chappelle who his joke will be so funny he'll he'll start laughing he, at his own joke and he yeah. can't even stop laughing like he just has to walk away for a second. Yeah, I, I do think laughter is like infectious. There are people who we know that won't be named that like their laugh. Very I immediately infectious. start laughing. Yeah, like it's just I don't even know what they're laughing at. Yeah, it's just funny. So what do you think is something that's contagious that isn't like? Something people think is contagious. Negativity. You know, I feel like that seems like it would be contagious. I feel like when you ask somebody, Mm -hmm. they would say it is. But we subconsciously are so negative all the time, not knowing that it's going to be good. Not us specifically. Yeah. Human beings are so negative all the time. Not knowing it's going to be contagious. Yeah, like pessimism. Just Yeah, in every setting, 
I think something one of the ways I see it a lot is in athletics where you yell at somebody like for a mistake and then yeah. it's just everyone is harping on each other immediately yeah. because that negativity it's I mean it's even negativity it's just allowing mm-hmm. negativity and then you, then you think oh it's okay to be negative or whatever yeah I would say that and also ignorance mm. the first time somebody says something that's ignorant everybody's like oh well he said it must be true I'll just throw some fact out there. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. That comes, I feel like a lot of that comes from just the internet. It's so contagious. Like, I think so. It's so easy to find any information, right or wrong. Yeah. That, like, just consuming information has, like, the idea attached to it that's making you smarter. Yeah, I think it's funny. I have a Twitter, but I, I, don't, I don't have the app or anything. But I, I have an account, and sometimes I'll log in for max 40 seconds because mm-hmm. it's just a hyperbole of negativity and just wrong information like yeah. just the worst stuff like i'll log in and it'll just be some random like subtweet and it'll be like i actually hate you forever and i'm like what is this even about like that'll be it, the whole tweet it's like retweeting wendy's yeah <laughs> i'm like i guess this is what people say now yeah. so i feel like a lot of that comes from you know we don't think about how much the internet has changed Humanity. Before the internet, if you were negative, people were just like, oh yeah, don't like that guy. Yeah. But people had to communicate with you in person to receive that ne- negativity. Like, you didn't have yeah, very much exactly. effect. I was asking, do you think... I think there are four, like, categories of people. Mm. And it's quiet, good people, where they're, like, not outspoken. Quiet, bad people, where they're inherently, like, Good is, like, if everyone could see how they live their life, you'd be like, yeah, they're a good person. Mm. Or if you could see, like, in their mind, you'd be like, yeah, they're a good person. Mm. So it's quiet good, quiet bad, outspoken good, and outspoken bad. Hmm. And so with those four categories, where do you think the, like, largest of the population is? Like, the majority, how would you rank them? That's a heavy question. Um, I think quiet good, probably. I think because the internet, it seems that there are so many bad outspoken people out there. But if you keep, like, we're in college, if you communicate with the average person, I feel like they have the best intentions towards other people for the most part. I feel like I would say quite bad. Really? Because I feel like people are more inclined to be outwardly good. Mm. especially today in person that you could see someone and they could be nice and they're just like I oh, god I want to murder I just upset. but not like that extreme yeah so I would say it's like quiet bad quiet good loud outspoken good and then the minority minorities they're like outspoken bad when you say outspoken good are they just speaking good things or are they actually like good spreading people? good basically okay interesting that I think is rare. People that spread actively spread positivity like out into the world. That's true. I might actually put them at the lowest. Yeah, like outspoken, <laughs> like outspoken bad is kinda of common. Yeah. Yes, it is, indeed. But it doesn't even have to just be like insults, you know? It's more about like showing like bad character. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't say just like Oh, you're bad because you yelled at the 
McDonald's drive through window. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it goes beyond that. It's more than just that? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a hard definition to nail down because there are a lot of people when put in certain situations, they would switch from one to another, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Or maybe be for the better, but I think there are a lot of people who would switch from outspoken good to like quiet bad. So, for example, let's take The Purge. Because we've already the wanted movie. The, Yes, the movie. For sure. If The Purge was real here, I think more people would do bad than I would think they would now. If The Purge didn't exist, you know, versus when it exists, I think more people would be so much more like crazy mm-hmm. so wait you think right now if like the united states announced that there was a purge you think people would participate in it actively as i said yeah yeah you know when that when the first movie came out chicago like <laughs> not the city of chicago participate. yeah well not the city of chicago but there were like gangs who were like yeah i mean that's a good idea like i'm down for that <laughs> and then it was like no we're not we're not gonna do that yeah, I do think people would um, act wild. I mean, people act wild already. Well, you know, we, we've talked about, you never know which of your friends have, like, hidden, like, super huge back tattoos or that you just <laughs> wouldn't expect from people. Yeah. I think that falls into one of those things. Yeah, a lot of times you never really know someone. Like, to be honest, they're... Yeah. There was this video I was watching yesterday that it was about people who, I don't know if disappoints the right word, they do things that you like don't, don't appreciate, I guess. Mm-hmm. And in the video, he's like, how many people do you think you really know? Like, you know, not just about them, you know their intentions. Like, if they were to do something kind of crazy, you would know why they did something that mm-hmm. was like that. Yeah. And he was like, if you answered like four or more, you were lying to yourself. I was like, oh, God. (laughs) He was like, not to say that nobody really knows anyone, but, like, nobody really knows anyone. Yeah. I was like, oh, God. I don't know. I feel like maybe maybe more. I feel like it's possible. You think more? It's hard to define, right? Because there's always the ability of somebody to do something crazy and you wouldn't know why. But I would say if I had to tell you... If somebody's asking me, what is the motivations of this person? Mm-hmm. How do they re- react emotionally and all this? What is their mindset, basically? Yeah. I feel like I could tell you for maybe like eight or nine people that I know. Okay. But if they came to me and they're like, oh, one of these eight or nine people did something crazy, like, I don't know, whatever it is. Yeah. There's always a possibility where I'd be like, I actually have no idea why they did that. Well, let's say you found out someone... Like, ran someone over intentionally. Mm. And then they asked you, does that seem like something they could do? Mm. Eight or nine? Because I'd say, for me, it'd be, like, three people. Yeah. Probably. The thing is, if they're telling if they're telling me they did that, yeah. I'd be like, oh, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, like, honestly, because not knowing the context of the situation. Yeah. And, like... Well, and that's exactly it, you know? There's so much distance between us and other people mm-hmm. that not being around someone for a day, you don't have context of, like, what's right. going on. 
also at our age there you have so much going on in your life your own life yeah that who knows what you like don't know is happening yeah where it could be that situation i feel like it comes into play more when i meet someone new and then it like accentuates that mm-hmm. where they'll tell me something randomly about them and I'm like what yeah like i had no idea about that where'd you get that scar bear wrestling right it's just like the most random thing i'm like that is nuts there's a person i met in class and i remember i was like talking about my brother and they're like oh how many relatives do you have and i was like well i have three brothers so i was like nine what (laughs) i was like that's a lie like he made that up who has nine and they're like and they're like they're divorced or or their parents are divorced or something so they like multiple relatives. so i was like that is not something i would know and if they hadn't told me that and then they'd done something crazy yeah. And, like, somebody asked me about them, I'd be like, I actually have no I idea. I didn't even know how many brothers they have. <laughs> yeah, I, like, didn't know they had relatives. And yeah. like, oh, we're looking for all nine of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I don't know if that's a bad thing, though. Not knowing someone completely. The thing is, people, I think, focus too much on knowing other people more than knowing themselves. Yeah. And I think if there was, like, a hive mind scenario... Mm-hmm. It would be better because there's, I think, so much everyone does not want others to know. But it's true in, like, everyone. Mm-hmm. So if everyone was like, all right, we're, we were all messed up, but we all are also good. Oh, God. So th- this brings me, of course, to, as all things bring me back to, Neon Genesis. <sighs> Where at the end, for people who don't like in Neon Genesis, <laughs> the anime, at the end he... They all become a hive mind, basically, and the main character, Shinji, sees the thoughts of every person that is alive. And it is terrifying, because he sees the woman who's taking care of him has, like, a really terrible background, like, love life, and she has a broken relationship with her family and all this stuff. She sees how, or he sees how mean his, like, father is. Mm -hmm. That's interesting to me. He chooses at the end. It's insinuated to not accept that. Yeah. The high man. He's choosing to not know them, though, if you think about it. Like, now he knows that he did know that they were not okay, but now he's like, everything's okay, don't worry about it. I think it's important to become almost desensitized. And I don't think he was there when he made that decision. He saw he was like, no, no, this is bad. They're bad. But... I think a lot of them could see him as well and be like, what? Right. Well, it's more of, you said that people choose to uh, hide things. And that's interesting. If in that scenario, I want to know, you know, everybody has like their stuff. I, I want to know why they're hiding it. Because I, I do agree everybody mm-hmm. hides thoughts for the most part. But I would want to know why they're hiding it. Like, what about that particular thing? Are you not okay with like sharing that information? Well, I think that goes back to like, the quiet bad. That's why I want to know. Is yeah. It's like, why are you hiding the information? Yeah. Well, you know, like everyone, not everyone, most people have had thoughts like, oh, what if I just swerved the car or... <laughs> right. I wonder, like, if people don't like how often they have thoughts like that or mm. have worse thoughts like that more often. And they're like, is this normal? Mm-hmm. There's this, <laughs> there's this Jim Carrey skit where he's talking about 
how his wife was like telling him he was way too negative. Mm-hmm. And he started as he used to work uh, in an office with this super positive guy. And he's like, I, I one day I had to evaluate my thoughts because there's a positive guy, and every day I would like go out of my way to avoid him. Like eventually, I was like changing my nine to five to a different schedule <laughs> to avoid this positive guy. Or I'd, I'd see him in the parking lot, I'd just hide in my car, I'd, like call my wife. Ah, no, I won't be, I won't be at home on time today. I'm like, oh, there's positivity out here. <laughs> And it's funny watching that skit because then I saw an interview where he they did like 20 years later where he talked about how he kind of did that where he's like, why was I having those negative thoughts? And he realized it eventually affected him way more than he thought it did, how mm-hmm. negative he was when he was younger to the point where he didn't act in movies for like five or six years because he was just that upset. Oh, wow. Just about like life. Yeah. I do think people do that. But that's why I think it'd be interesting if people were more open because you have people to ask you why you're doing that. Yeah, exactly. And I think it would be a good thing, but it's starting that chain reaction. You know, is it worth putting yourself out there? And mm. people are like, oh, you're like yeah. that? Also, there's always the possibility that like your actual opinions would hurt someone else's feeling. Like, have you ever had it where somebody exactly. asked you to hang out? And you're like, yeah, but you're like, nah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's like one of those people you just met mm-hmm. and, like, they're super, like, into hanging out with you. Like, they have just met you. And, they, and you're like, just, like, out. mentally already tired. Yeah. I feel like if they knew that you were thinking that, that would be, like, would bum them out a lot. But there's also the part of, like, it being normal to feel that way, mm-hmm. you know, and if it was normalized, the people who that was always kept from would just know. Mm. Like, I could just wait until they also want to hang out. Yeah, that's a level of openness where everyone would have to agree in their thoughts. Exactly. Though. Right. I don't know if that's possible, to be honest. Yeah. Maybe after a long time. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's possible. So I have a question. In your dreams, most people don't like realize it's a dream, right? They just yeah. kind of go through it for like 10 seconds or a year, whatever, however long your dream feels like. Mm-hmm. Are you ever able to like hold thoughts or create complex thoughts or think critically? in your dreams it's so funny so the other day i had a dream have you become a learner in your dreams (laughs) so you know i I lucid dream most of the time i had a dream the other day that was so what's the right word it was so realistic to our reality it was not dreamlike oh wow that i had a moment where it wasn't like am i in a dream but it was like conscious of I had the conscious thought of, like, this is a dream, but also this could, like, not be a dream. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a scenario where this is not a dream. Wow. And so I was able to, like, think about that for a minute. But, you know, when you're in a dream, the most absurd things happen. Yeah. Just constantly. That after, like, a few seconds, I was kind of just, like, what is going on? Like, wait, there's no thing coming There's up. no consistency in, like, time oh, or, okay. like, s- surroundings or yeah. whatever. Um. you said hold a thought though I've been trying to whenever I have a dream really focus on the action because I've been reading recently about 
actions in dreams and how they mean something. Your actions or the actions around you? The actions of whoever the... So there's this idea that there's always somebody in a dream with you. Not like another person, but you always dream of somebody else. Oh. So whenever you have a dream, there's somebody else that you're dreaming of. Mm -hmm. Which is true. I never dream it as just me in a room. Like I've never had that. I can't think of a time that I have. Yeah. So... The, well, the, the action of the other person means something. Mm-hmm. Like an example. So, for instance, I saw one that was like, if somebody's chasing you in a dream, yeah. that means that you're running from something in reality. Mm-hmm. Like you're running from change or whatever. I saw another one that if somebody kills you, not kills you, like hurts you in a dream and you like start to die, that means that you're changing as a person. Mm-hmm. Like you're going through a personality change mm-hmm. or you're letting go of something that's happened to you. So I'm trying to be conscious of that in dreams, which is very hard. Have you to think about that? Like, found any of those in your dreams? Yeah, I I had a dream. So the dream that was really close to reality. In it, I was shot by someone. Okay. And I won't go like specifics of it, but it was like a real life scenario. Something that could happen. It was not somebody I know. Okay. But um, in this situation, somebody I know is driving me somewhere mm-hmm. like while after i've been shot and i was like conscious of like okay i've been shot and this is a dream and like i want to know why i've been shot because in a dream wow you know, like why yeah. something's happening so that's when i woke like i woke up and i looked up like what does it mean if you have been like you're dying in a dream and it was like you're letting go of something or you're changing mm-hmm. personality wise unfortunately i have no idea what any of those things are yeah but it's subconscious, so like, mm-hmm. I'm just aware of that. So I've got a class, and I'm not sure what the class is, mm-hmm. but in one of them, I read something about dreams in the brain, and it's got all kinds of like neat information. It's from like the 60s, this article, mm-hmm. and it says that like kids until they're like six to eight or something have dreams like specifically related to things in their life. Like, if your parent yells at you, you're going to have a dragon yelling at you in your dream. Whoa. Like, super correlated. And oh, my God. They're, like, some people grow out of that. Some people don't really. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. I don't, like, remember the bulk of it. But it's weird that you can, like, have quantifiable information about a dream. Mm-hmm. You know, they did a survey where they took a bunch of people from, I think, a school. Different ages, including the staff, including the teachers. And they looked at, like, I think it was the most memorable dream they have. And they, like, made a bunch of data based on stuff like that. Like, how long ago it was. Stuff like that. Hmm. Do you remember dreams from when you were a kid? I remember two bad ones, but that's it. (laughs) Really? <laughs> From how young? I think six. Oh my god. And I, I think I remember them more because I have told my family about them. Mm. And now having said it, created the story in my head of right. what the dream was. And I think, I think I still see it the way it was. But it's lingered for so long because of that. Okay. Interesting. So, Nightmares. Yeah, I mean, were they scary? They weren't, like, heart-throbbing. They were just, like, 
bad dreams. Like, in one of them, I used to have a, like, forest and a river in my backyard. Mm-hmm. And w- some of the windows led directly to that. And then we had a deck. Mm-hmm. So I was sitting on the ledge of the window with my feet out facing, like, the river and forest. And then some girl, like, pushes me. And so I turn and I grab the ledge. And then she, like, picks my hand up. And then I have to, like, fall in. And then I, like, woke up. Huh. See, I always wonder... I said it's subconscious, but, like, when you're, like, six, is your brain teaching you anything, really? Like, does it even know? That's the thing. I feel like it's hyper-learning, but it has such a bad foundation that if we could learn at the rate that we could when we were six... Yeah. Life would be easy. Right. (laughs) You said that... I, I actually do remember a nightmare that I had... But I'm going to look up. I can tell you, like, the like exact day that it happened. Because it was, like, one of those things where you see a movie. Uh-huh. And then you have, like, a nightmare about it. Oh, interesting. So give me a second here. And I can look up. I, I would have been pretty young. Right. So it would have been July 18th, 2008. So it would have been... Eight, seven. Seven. I would have been seven. Yeah, I've seen The Dark Knight. <laughs> I had a, a, like, bad dream. At seven. It's crazy to think that that's when The Dark Knight came out. That just makes me feel like actually old. Because like my brother yeah. was like, my younger brother I think was like one. That makes me feel like that movie's so old. But it is. I saw the first half of it like two days ago. It was so good. Right. That, <laughs> that is something where I try not to think about it at all. How like old we're getting. Like... That is just absolutely mind-blowing to me. Yeah. Like, that's just tough. I saw something today that was, like, Disney is thinking of taking Pixar movies into the vault. Like, they're not selling them anymore. Oh. They think of doing that. And it was, like, only the really old Pixar movies. And then I listened to movies from, that I, like, remember seeing in theaters. It's, it's like, like, up. Yeah. I'm, like, I guess I'm really old yeah. in, like, Disney's eyes. Oh, it was, my. like, The Incredibles and, like... Ratatouille, and I was like, those aren't old, and I like looked them up, it's like 15 years ago, yeah. like, for sure. I was telling somebody about it, and somebody about it, and they were like, oh yeah, I mean, Incredibles was like 2004. I'd love to see a list of all Disney movies made between like 2015 to now. Do you think Be- you've seen any of them? No. Right. Well, not like none of them. But I've only seen the ones that, like, have been talked about a lot. Yeah. You know, there's so many, like, obscure-sounding Disney movies Mm -hmm. that I've seen a trailer for and then never again. I feel like they have so many teams now that even some of the Pixar ones... Like, do you remember the movie? It was called, like, The Brave Dinosaur or something? Yes. (laughs) That's it, though. Yeah, like, did anyone see that movie? Exactly. There's another one, like, Kubo... Kubo. Oh, is that Clay Clayation? I, I don't know. For sure. For but, sure. like, I'm sure that could have been a good movie, but I didn't see it. Right. There's just too many animated movies. The thing is, I like animated movies. It's not like I dislike them. Mm. I just feel like you see a trailer and it's like, oh, that looks kind of a weird art style. Mm. And then it's like, in theaters, last year, you missed it. Sorry, next time. Right. So there's never a chance to be like, that's the movie I want to watch. Yeah, they used you know they used to only have one team usually per studio. Like Pixar released a movie I think every two years when they first 
became a studio. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, I'm not even kidding, I think it's every three months. Like seasonal, yeah. Because Luca, about the kids in, I think they're in Portugal, came out like last month on Disney+. Plus. I can tell you like the color scheme of the poster. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. They also have another one that comes out like next month. And I don't even know what it's called. I just know I it's about, uh, I think it's about the Day of the Dead. Okay. Or like some holiday like that. I like, oh, there's two about the Day of the Dead that I like. Uh, Coco, That's right? one. That's one, yeah. And there's another one. Is it the Tree of Life? Or the Book of Life, I think it's called. Is that tree? Spanish? As yeah, well? it's about yeah. a guy who like goes into the underworld. I like that. Day of the Dead. I like those. I've seen Coco, but I've seen it in Spanish, not in English. And my Spanish is not that good. So I only knew like half of what was going on. Subtitles or no? No, it was in a Spanish class. Oh. That's how old we are. That movie came out when you we were in high school. Wow. Don't think about that. But my Spanish is like not that good. It's like the... Spoilers, I guess, if you haven't seen like 2016 movie Coco. There's like the scene where he starts to fade away because he's being forgotten or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, I had no clue what was happening because it was not in English. I'm just like, this guy is... <laughs> Unwell. Unwell. He's just leaving. He's oh just God. leaving. <laughs> but yeah, that. that Where is, is he crazy. going? No one knows. No one knows. Well, a lot of the words, like languages, are so hard with proper nouns mm-hmm. because they can still be not translated as just what it would sound like in English. Yeah. So it can still sound completely different. Like Day of the Dead is not Day of the Dead in, yeah. in Spanish. So it's like very hard to translate when they're talking about specific things. I have no idea what's going on. Probably the best way to learn a language, though. Movies? Just like being somewhere where they're speaking it and you have to Mm. adapt immediately. I saw a video, maybe like a month ago, that said this guy used video games to learn Italian. And it like... I think he changed parts of the game to be words he needed to learn. Mm. So, like, on the map, like a Mm mini-map, it showed, like, oh, I need to go to the grocery store of blank, whatever, in Italian. And that's how he learned language. And it had, like, side quests and just a whole game about the language. I feel like you have to start with at least a little bit of knowledge. Well, maybe at first it shows English and whatever language. Mm -hmm. That would help. And then eventually it just doesn't. And then it just doesn't. And then you're just on your own. Like the save screen. That should be in English. First ten times. Yeah. And then it doesn't need to be. Right. That's the thing. I think the hardest thing would be the menus. Because there's no uh, visual. Exactly. Yeah. You just have to read it. Yeah. Oh god. I think if you made a good game like that. It would sell. In another language. A game that taught you a language, mm. like specifically made it so that you were learning the language as you played. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, languages are really hard to learn if you're not using them. Like right now I'm learning Japanese because mm-hmm. I've learned it to go there. And it's so hard to learn. Like I, they speak from my understanding, like the way you say something out loud is not the way you say something on paper. You don't write something the same way that you... Oh, okay. Like, the letters aren't even, like, representative of each other. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, you have to learn basically two different types of, um... What's the word I'm looking at? Dialect. 
Okay. It's like a yeah. dialect almost. Very hard. And just to learn it from like Duolingo <laughs> is not the same as hearing it be oh, spoken. But yeah. It's hard to learn from like anime or something like that because they speak like slang and yeah and they speak so quickly and also it's not helping to for them to talk about like you know like the wizard they're fighting on top of the (laughs) mountain like it's not like words i will ever use yeah you'd be surprised there's a lot of like slice of life animes what they're called yeah i need to watch just like a sitcom anime (laughs) don't watch a sitcom anime (laughs) just like normal life there's no sit about the sitcom Mm, got it (laughs) but like there's somewhere there's just a character like hanging out at a bar or a restaurant, and people come in, he might chat with them. Just hang That's out. That's it. Just life. I feel like those would teach you the language really well. Yeah, I need to watch something like that to kind of like see how they say it. Mm-hmm. It's more of how they say it. Exactly. Than what they're saying. Yeah. Because when I went to Costa Rica in high school, how you say something is more important than what you're saying. That's true in English. Yeah. <laughs> that's just a language thing, I guess. Yeah, that's just really more just yeah. how, like, the way you speak. Because we knew the words, but then when we said them, people like, would be wow, like, wow, rude. Yeah, they'd be like, why? Well, it's like ordering food. The way you say it is yeah. not, like, just the words. They'd be like, what, what yeah. are you talking about? So you have to be, like, much better at constructing. We can. All right, I think I think we'll be we'll be done for today's episode. Thanks, Thanks for listening. See you next time.